Hey, what's up, Sheldon? Hey, what's going on, Uncle? How's it going? I'm doing very well. I'm doing very well. Hold up, hold up. Finally, good to see you. <laughs> it's good to see you, man. It's great uh, Ramon, to see you. Ramon's supposed to be joining us on the show. Welcome to the Neil Liver Around podcast. Today, we celebrate one year. Today is July 17th. And I have with us, um, I actually decided to join to, to have joined me a couple persons, probably one or two persons. Sheldon McKenzie. You can say hello, Sheldon. Great to be here. It's great to be here. Um, first of all, thank you for uh, inviting me in this momentous occasion and um, looking forward to the conversation. Yes, yes, definitely. And um, and we'll tell a little bit about Sheldon. He's my nephew, of course, but he's not young. He's not a youngster. He's a mature young oh, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Very mature, an academic, you know, doing his master's. Where are you doing your master's? I'm actually uh, doing my MBA at Rutgers University. So, um, and uh, that's, I took a little time uh, away from an exam study to, to make some time for you. So, um, oh, like said. yes. And you can give me like 10 minutes because, um, <laughs> you know, is Ramon, Ramon is not with us. I don't think he is. No, not, um, not as yet. Well, that's fine, but um, we're happy to have you. So this is the Neil Verone podcast, and we started, as I said, July 17th. Today marks one year ago that we started the podcast. And let me tell you how we got this started. I blogged, and if you listen to the podcast, you might hear me say I, do a, I, I started blogging in 2010, and I started um, with Blogger News or blogspot.com, which was ronaldocmckenzie.blogspot.com. And at the time, I also started University of Penn in 2010. But um, Barack Obama was president at the time. I actually looked at what I did um, um, on today, July 17th. And I think there was some kind of law, um, too big to fail law that Congress gave to, um, that they were deliberating on about, yeah. about um, regulating derivatives and so on and so forth. And um, we, I think I had said that. I don't know if it's going to work. It's going to affect people's credit. I don't know if that actually happened. I think that happened some years ago. And also on today, July 17th, what happened? Oh, I think Gaza, Israel, Israel um, invaded the Gaza. <laughs> yes, I think what, some years ago. Was it 12 years ago today or six years ago? I can't remember. I saw that a couple of years ago. But And of course, today, the Neoliberal Around podcast started. But I started blogging. And um, I stopped for a little bit after I graduated from Penn, but then I started again when I realized I was going to publish a book. Um, about two years, in 2018 or 16, I started back up the blog. Yeah. Yeah, um, and then somebody said, why don't you do a podcast? And I'm like, no, it's too expensive. But they sent me the link, my fan, one of my fans sent me the link. And, and then now I have over 70 episodes, over 70 episodes. We've interviewed so many different people. So, you know, I'm going to let, I mean, today I would, you know, I'm going to let Sheldon, you know, take it over. Sheldon, um, Sheldon actually also inspired me because I heard he and some of his friends were doing a podcast. And I think, I said, oh, you do podcasts? I'm thinking about doing one. But on Anchor. A video. <laughs> oh, wait you, did a, wait, you did a podcast on Anchor? It was actually on Anchor. So this is, this is why it was very uh, coincidental. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but no, it was, uh, so, so just to kind of take it back to, to you know, to what you spoke about in, in your beginnings and how you started to uh, engage some of these conversations. I think a lot of the geopolitical um, situations that you spoke about 
it's funny because you can literally put 12 years ago and put it to right now where we are and kind of still being in the same, not the exact situation, but the same type of uh, uh, geopolitical environment, very, especially today with the with the tense situation that we're dealing with. So it's a lot of parallels that, that we're finding. So I guess even now you can probably look at those papers and, and, and writings that you've done and, and kind of link those pieces. So that, that's that's one part of it. And, and yeah, I mean, you know, just to speak on the platform itself um, as a podcast, I think it's it's a very interesting way that a lot of uh, I think academic writers, such as yourself, and a lot of um, I'll, I want to say political thought and, and theorists have, have really gone out and, and really get their the word out of that you know yeah. and their ideas out. Uh, I guess in a more broadened spectrum because a lot of you know, 20 years, 50 years ago, your works would have been in textbooks and just limited to that academic field. Yes, and yes, I think, yes. I think, you know, when you look at that space, um, I think today a lot more people, and that's a, that's a part of modernization, you know, the comment coming to, to, to information in, in certain mediums that they really wouldn't have had 50, 40, you know, 100 years ago. So I think that's a one, one of the great things about, you know, not just the internet, but the online uh, avenue that you have here at the podcast. I'm not saying you are a common man, no, by no sense of the imagination, but I would say someone as someone as um, if I venture into the, the world of ignorant about certain topics that you speak about, yes. can have, can find your work and really um, think and, and and have a lot of discussions about things that we weren't really thinking about some uh, forty yeah. years ago. So it's it's a really good good um, good medium, really good medium, and anchor. Obviously, I, I just, it was just coincidence. <laughs> I did not know that you were an anchor as well. You, do you still have your podcast? I still, so we still have the uh, the page. We still have everything. We kind of, we took a break. Hey, life happened. People got married and having kids yes. and everyone yes. just completely stopped. And, you know, that's something where, and that's why I can say, you know, being a part of that anchor community, I know the type of work that you have to put in to, to keep up that consistency that you have. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I think your job is way harder than my job. See, uh, my platform was completely for jokes, completely for entertainment. And, <laughs> okay. you know, yeah. finding what you've, what you've done with your platform um, is really remarkable in the sense that you are reporting on on these um, geopolitical things. You are reporting on, on on the news as it is, and and offering commentary. But also because you're a writer, and and because you have a lot of these thoughts and ideas, you you've had to present these ideas yeah. and and be brave because you've had to not just defend it in the way you move, but also in in, in the way you present it and being very having an integrity about the type of news that that you are uh, that you are. Uh, you know, uh, display and even present to your audience. So it's, it's you, like I said, you have a really more difficult job than I had. I mean, I was talking about pop culture, which is so much easier. You know, I felt like I was e-entertainment or one of these, you know, <laughs> uh, side <laughs> trivial bloggers, but it's definitely a realm that I, I think it's a brave realm to be in that, that you are in right now. And, and, and I, and I really appreciate it. And it's something that I, I tune into on my way to work and, and, and right before I listen to to the to the Wall Street um, news and and really just trying to keep that sense because a lot of what you talk about is is does have some parallels from a not just a theoretical or conceptual but definitely practical sense you know a lot of the things that that's happening um, in the geopolitical scene is connected to what's Wall Street you know you spoke about the too big to fail um, yeah. really the too big to fail uh, I guess deal or um, you know 
it was one of the quote unquote babies of Barack Obama's administration and looking yeah. at where banking is is today and, and the financial field and, and, and some of the quote unquote so-called mistakes that the Fed made, right? Um, with with their some of their policies and, and some of the monetary tightening that we're seeing now, it, it's just remarkable to see. And for me, I was still in school, so I'm reading it through the books and textbooks. So now I'm living it. So it's kind of like, okay, what's going on here? It's kind of like for a young professional like myself, it's a big shock. So, um, yeah. so I guess I guess that's a that's a good good segue into what I kind of wanted to to discuss with you. You know, yes, just, definitely. Go ahead. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'm if you're. I'm not sure if your 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 audience knows, but. Ronaldo is has always been a very competitive person, um, <laughs> and you know yeah. whether it's been on the on the theater of athletics, whether it's been debates, like you are consistently competitive. Even in, even in a simple board game, we don't like yeah. to play board games at our house because it gets to like Olympian level. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I think true. I think you know based on that personality and and that, and that um, characteristic about yourself. And going going back to what I said about being having that braveness to 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 not only present your ideas just but also to defend it. How did how did that competitiveness um, or quality that you have like give you? How did that help you in your in your journey with the podcast and really getting your ideas out there? Yes, um, you're right. I'm very competitive uh, because I'm a twin, and you know I'm a, and you're a twin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I am a twin and. He was, I was talking to somebody today, actually, my twin brother was, he was much better at me at sports, at every single sport. Um, it doesn't matter what sport it is, he's going to dominate me. And if he is new to the sport and I've been in there for a while, but he takes up for the first time, he beats me. You know, so I was always, you know, so I decided, I said, okay, I can't beat my twin brother at, uh, but I already, I was, so I was already competitive, but, um, and I'm from Jamaica, of course, and, um, they have that competitive spirit, track and field, and we used to do track a lot. So I think trying to to excel. Um, so that's where the competitive edge can come from because I was always competing with my twin brother. And even up to as we got older, and we have he was in HR, we both were in HR, we competed. Um, then he did finance, I did finance, we competed. Um, his branch versus my branch, we are we are always competing. So I think. That has helped me to push because, you know, and because I want to make the Nailing Around podcast one of the number one top 10 podcasts in news commentary. And right now we were uh, in February, we were right, we were like in the top 90 in Canada on the Apple platform. But now we're on Amazon Music and um, Amazon just invited me to be an influencer. And um, we are also now on Radio Public, we are, uh, which is in Canada and the US and all over the other world. We're on Apple Podcasts, of course, Spotify. Anchor, Google Podcast, Stitcher, Pod, um, Podvine, PA Adverb. We are, I mean, we are on, we are on almost every single, and I keep working and putting out content, and it's not easy, as you said, it's a. So I compete with myself as well, and not only that, you know, when I did, I also wanted to publish a, publish my book. So, you know, somebody said to me, "Why, I, you know, I'm an old person. I want to hear you. I can't really read what you write. Can you?" So at first, when I started the podcast, I was probably reading some of my writings. and But then eventually it morphed into creating original shows and interviewing people. And so the shows have, so that has helped me, you know, and I'm very competitive. I'm very spiritual. I'm a man of faith, although I don't believe 
in any one particular faith. I believe that I believe faith is a personal matter. If you believe in conservative Christianity, that is I that and if it's valuable for you, I say all power to you. And um, so I respect all people's faith, all people's spirituality. You know, if if you believe that if that's what I believe in, but if you believe in car worship, I I respect that too. That's how I am. I've come to right. value that everything is personal. Yeah. And um, but you know, the podcast is I've learned. I've met so many different people. I've learned a lot about digital technology. I've learned so much, man. It's a tech podcast is a great way to promote yourself, promote your if you're going into business. And I said to people, you know, the greatest thing that has happened is that for for movements and for people all over the world is the decentralization of information. And right now I was reading that NP that everybody's calling for the defunding of NPR. People want NPR to be defunded because they just NPR just announced a new disinformation team. So now they have a team and their their focus is on disinf uh, disinformation or removing disinformation and so on and so forth. And people are thinking that it's attacking Donald Trump people or the people who attacked January 6th, the January 6th insurrectionists, or it's attacking um, Republicans or conservatives or or whatever the case might be. But what I what I have said is, is that um, I don't believe we should. I don't believe in this. I am fighting. Well, I believe again. I don't believe in disinformation. I don't believe in this. I don't believe in um, selling false information and so on. But I don't believe we should regulate it. I think you know people should people should have critical thinking skills and should be educated enough to say what is news and what is not news. People, you know, people. But because what is what is helping me and so on. Because they have these because of social media, information is now decentralized. The, the monopoly, there's no monopoly. So this is the podcast creates a great opportunity. Podcast is really revolutionary, man. And yeah, so that's I mean, I'm, I talk about a lot of different stuff just now. No, no, I know. Um, you know, it's 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 good to hear that. And and you know, I like I said, I know you are competitive, and I know that you know when when you are that competitive and and there's so many different avenues like you said so many ways to get your your information out and and you keep meeting yeah. people i guess that leads into my next question which is how do you you know keep yourself focused to one central vision and, and one central point basically mm -hmm. what is your vision for for the plat for the platform and for yourself and do those really align um holistically so the platform podcast might have a you know a different trajectory or a different path that you want to go to but you as a person you know you're just more than you're more than a platform you know if yes. the platform wasn't there the podcast wasn't there you'd still be trying you know you still yes. try to like get your information out so how 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 do you see those being a what's the vision of your for yourself and the and the, and the platform and i'm kind of having some technical issues here i think i um that's why i'm kind of like yes. looking at you all weird if i am but um, well, you're turn you're turning a bit sideways, so you're like, so you're like. I am sideways now. Yes, oh my gosh! Well, I'm not sure what's going on. So, but um, but that's fine. This probably we're gonna have audio. I would, I wish I had. I'm probably gonna do a video and probably fix it. But yeah, that's a good point you made. Um, I mean, that's a very good question. I never. The podcast has gotten to a level where I didn't intend it. Actually, you know, we've gotten a lot of followers, a lot of fans. Uh, a lot of people are listening to the podcast or watching. We have a few video. If you if you have Spotify, some of the podcasts can be seen on video, but anything else is Spotify is an audio. Um, but um, but 
the podcast has really done a lot. I've, I'm just giving God thanks for the podcast. I've learned a lot about myself, what I can do. I've discovered new things about myself. And um, the podcast is part of the Neoliberal Corporation. The Neoliberal Corporation is a think tank, news commentary, digital and social media company. We, um, it's a publishing company. When I started, when I published my, my book, the book is published through Palmetto, but with my company as well, the Neoliberal Corporation. And it's also a research company. Right now I'm working on a, with somebody to publish their book um, and helping with research. And, and you know, so, so the podcast provides a great opportunity. It's a, one aspect of what I do, one aspect of the Neoliberal Corporation. So it's not the only thing I do. You know, we also have the Neoliberal Commentary that's in LinkedIn. We also have blogs. We I also have the Neoliberal Posts toward the Caribbean Journal. We have several journals and feeds. I have a lot of research. So it's it's a whole news bank in a sense. And um, opportunities, people can access information and resources about mentoring, about academia and other stuff I'm working on. So, so the podcast is one aspect and I will continue to grow the podcast. I, what I want to do is the podcast will remain free. Um, I, right now, it's, it's mm -hmm. free of cost to listen to the podcast. Um, we are on Apple. I think I was going to, but we also do another segment called uh, Street Vibe. So my plan was to do where we go into the public and talk to people. So I'm thinking having a, the street vibe is still, is, I'm going to make that into subscription, turn that into some kind of subscription. People have to get a subscription for that. But all the other episodes are free. I'm not thinking about that. I'll probably have two. So, but I'm not sure yet because I believe that, I believe in information being actually, people should be able to access information. So we are hoping that people can continue to donate to the show so that we can grow. We want to have our own podcast studio. Um, we want to hire other people to work with us. We want the podcast to be major. We, I want to turn the podcast into something major. Or, you know, I want, we'd love to have a major news agency sponsor us or pick us up. And, uh, but we will continue to put, um, and I'm an academic, I'm a researcher, I'm a doctoral student, I do research. So the content that we, that I put out, it's top notch, it's well researched. And I always say it's, you know, information is, is, I provide a particular perspective, but it's not only my perspective. There are other perspectives. So my goal, so, you know, I really appreciate the podcast. Uh, my goal is to go to the next level. I want to have, I hope to have President, um, President Obama on the show. I hope to have LeBron James on the show. I hope to have President um, Joe Biden on the show. I've reached out to him. I hope to have Stephen A. Smith, Kevin Harrington. I hope to have... You know, you know, powerful people on the show because everybody, you know, podcast has an interesting listenership. People are not really listening to radio and TV as much. People are listening, are listening or watching podcasts and streams. That's what people are. People are streaming now. That is the way of the future. That is where pe that's where people put out information. And um, and and by the way, if people, if you want to, if you have an idea, the first thing you're going to do, you have to establish a presence. One of the ways you establish a presence is through podcasts or through blogging, is through social media. Take advantage of the opportunities. And the fact that information is decentralized through these things, it's a great way. But right now they're trying to re-regulate it. I'm against regulating these um, social media, alternative media. I be, I'm against that completely. If people go on Twitter and they don't like what they see, click block. You have that. 
<laughs> so actually, actually, this, that's a that's a good point um, that yeah. you you uh, made about the regulation of social media. Um, on that point, I do have I do have a question that I want to ask you. Is um, and I think we've spoken about this in, in text message. It seems yeah. it seems that social media, specifically Twitter, which I I I think I have like ten Twitter accounts and I've removed them five times and come and, and gone back on the platform. It's just yeah. something. It's it's a messy platform to me, um, but I still come back. I don't know why. Um, I guess I'm back to the meme. So the question I want to ask um, in in the environment or the ecosystem or the app or I, I'd say the social environment that is social media. Do you feel like there is a singular push towards a? Um, I said, uh, how can I put this? Uh, I guess it's a more of a radical leftist, or maybe it's the the yeah, really like that. More like, is there a push towards radical leftist type ideas where any or it's a lack of of there's not two sided of the conversations on social media like you and I can't get into a debate where we have different ideas where I'm more conservative and you're more liberal. I don't see a lot of those happening where I see a lot is the the conservative um, ideas and, and discussions or debates are being really censored and muted on social media versus for in favor of the left. Um, do you see that as an issue or is that something where it's just a changing and it reflects the change of a, a generation where um, gen, you know, mostly Gen Z and, and millennials, younger millennials are, are more left leaning than, than, than the other? Uh, Social media, you have to. That's a very good point you made. You seem to pub, you're probably going to help. You're helping me answer the question already because <laughs> yes, Gen Z, young younger people, millennial or post millennials, they are just more about fashion and looking good and smelling good and enjoying life and social media, digital media, and yes, they are very liberal and very left leaning. So, so should. So social media caters to that kind of crowd. So I guess that is why social media is kind of trying to muting those kind of discussions, which I am against. I am for. It affects what this country is built on, freedom of expression. You know, people, and then, of course, people get hypersensitive about, about you know, about certain things, topics. Certain topics and extremism, specific that the people want to be responsible for encouraging or facilitating extremism or anything like January 6th. So people want to know, take more response, people want to be more responsible. So they say, you know what, we, we're not going to promote those things. So, you know, so I think so, so. And that is important. But at the same time, you don't want to take away people's free speech. So I think what needs to happen is that there needs to be healthy conversation. People, uh, people, uh, if people want to have um, right-leaning conversations and promote anti-abortion sentiments or abortion, so whatever the case might be, people should be allowed to do that. Um, because what happens is that they're going to cre they create their own platforms and they create and, and create a platform for people and bring people to that, and they don't know what other people are saying. When you have a general platform like this, then it creates a, a greater understanding. People become even more aware and you can still influence people in a sense. So I think 
you have to be careful that you are not censoring these conversations because they're going to create their own thing and people are going to find it and people will still be influenced. So it takes away from, from what we're trying to do was to promote freedom of speech, take away the monopoly, this monopoly. The communication is to make popular what was the monopoly. There should be no monopoly. Um, so so I, I am against liberals and, and you know, I'm against... I am... Yeah, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not. A, I'm not left, and I'm not right. Okay, but I am. I'm a critical thinker. So there's yeah. some reasoning. I listen to what I want to hear. What people on the right are saying. I want to hear what people on the left are saying, so that I can come away with, so that I can be a more rounded person. You know, and I can be more understanding. Say, for example, I said on the issue of abortion, why can't the liberals understand? Why can just as you want to protect the ozone layer or protect the earth? Okay, the same reasons, probably the same reasons that the conservatives want to protect life, you know, in a sense, it's, but they're talking across each other, in this, you know, right. so I believe it's very important for us to have the, to, to leave them alone, let people talk, let people go crazy, but develop critical thinking. <laughs> Say, responsibly responsibly yeah, yeah, yes, yes, no I, I i um it's a it's it's a sentiment you know i echo your sentiments in in the sense that i believe and you spoke about this about you know the transformation of the digital age in a sense where social media has become the new forum you know there's yes. no we folks are going to social media more than they go to their town hall meetings that is so, true as I think about these things that, you know, being someone who studied history in my undergrad and think about, you know, back, you know, I'd say nine, 1800s and, and, and before, that was a way for people to write certain exposés and like really like explain their, their ideas and how they think about things. And even in churches, they used to do that as well and really come together and get their ideas out. But now today, I believe social media has taken that public forum it's taken the face of that public forum and and like you said you know limiting and muting it is kind of uh detrimental to that con not just the constitutional right but it's dangerous um because yeah. what happens and i think this happened in the last election where you know the the like the last two elections where people were surprised that donald trump won and i'm like that's because you muted the the, the other side you didn't know what other people were saying you know, set across from you. Oh, and by the way, I can see you now. Wow. Yes, you look much better. You look... I still can't see you. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully something happens here. But no, um, I, I definitely think, it, you know, social media is that forum. And, and yes. I think... I, there, there's gonna there's gonna be a time when the social media companies um, have to take that social responsibility and, and understand that it's a public forum and and really begin to protect the rights of uh, freedom of speech. So it's a it's a it's a good. It's, I'm pretty sure this won't be the first time you're you're gonna engage that. Um, I know you've talked about it in the past and and it's something that you know is a big topic of today. Um, one, I guess, I guess the final question, um, as we, as I run my time down, uh, I'm not sure how much time you have, but I, I, I think we only have 30 minutes for this podcast. So after a while, it's just going to go blank. So we have okay, so, five minutes left. Yes. I'll get, I'll get the last question out. So yeah. I guess, uh, Ronaldo McKenzie, mm -hmm. what would you have, what advice would you have given yourself on, July 16th, 2021, 
or in, in retrospect, what would you ask, what would you, what advice would you have given yourself before you embarked on this podcast journey? You know, when I, on, when I did my first podcast, I think it was midnight. It was like, <laughs> it, I, to be honest, I started the, the whole platform and production January 16th, right. <laughs> but I actually published it on January 17th. So okay. I actually started the whole process on the 16th. But I don't know. I was nervous about it. I wasn't sure what the expectations were. I I didn't know I would have had 70 episodes. I thought I would have probably started it. And then that was it. In fact, when I, you know, so on, you know, the day before I did my first podcast, I, I was thinking about my book because I had just published my first book, Neoliberalism, Globalization, Income Inequality, Department and Resistance. And I wanted an opportunity to talk about it, but I also started teaching the Jamaica Theological Seminary, Caribbean thought, which is, it's not really Caribbean thought. It's just a pan-African thinking, a, a way of thinking about thinking. It's, it's really critical thinking that considers Caribbean and pan-African issues. So that was happening. So it was just so much was happening. Ideas were bursting in my head. I was writing and writing and writing and I was blogging and writing, writing, and somebody just said, you've got to blog. Oh, my God. You, got, you have so much coming up. I was writing every day, and somebody said, whoa, dude, you got a lot of content. And somebody said, I mean, this, I can't, one person said I can't see. So, so in my head, I was, but I was, when I got it together, I had to think about the name. I mean, what do I want to name it? And I thought about the neoliberal, and people were saying, what kind of name is that? Um, one, of the, one of the persons that David Fair, who I just interviewed, Who's going to be in the HBO documentary Eyes on the Price? And I thought you were some crazy person. Anytime somebody hears the name the, the neoliberal, they think I'm some ultra conservative, ex new of new conservative extremist person, you know. But um, I thought about the neoliberal. I thought about the strategy. I, I studied strategy, and this it made it sounded very well. So, but I was just looking forward to it. I was nervous. I didn't know what to expect. And um, trial and error, trial and error, and I learned a lot as I, and you even said, you comment, you, you're one of my first supporters on the show. You are, you are saying, oh, and all you're improving. I see it's coming together. <laughs> and so, I'm like, yes, it is coming together. So I guess, I guess, you know, from those improvements, um, what's the main one that you, you feel like if you had learned sooner rather than later, it would have definitely uh, gotten you to where you are, you know, if more efficiently or faster than, than you than you uh you actually oh, got there. Oh, I know how to edit, go inside and I can I didn't know I could I put out some podcasts mm -hmm. and my podcast is supposed to be clean, but there's the one or two podcasts with some words I did not want to be out. But I didn't know how to cut and go inside the audio clip and to flag and to cut that section and remove it and you can add an audio and put it in and then you can record on a recorder device and plug it in. Let me, I am telling you, I am a G on, 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 on the Anchor platform. I love the, the Anchor platform is amazing. So, you know, you can go in and you can edit and you can go, you could insert within a particular section. You know, I didn't, you know, I could, didn't know I could do all that. I, I thought once you put it in there and a, a whole chunk of it is there, it's just there, you can't edit, you can only no. trim. Start and end point. You can no, the time series and then cut it out. Yep. Yep. Yes. I've done, I've I, done I, that. I yep. <laughs> so, no, that's, and of course. No, go ahead. 
Yeah, so and um, of course I learned that and how to monetize the, the, the audio. I didn't know how to do the audio, but now I know how to do audio. We're still working on audio, but I think I'm going to be doing more audio moving forward. But um, but yeah, I'm still learning though. But I'm still learning. We just made one year, so you know I am. Um, I was torn with the idea of putting subscription, but I said no. Nah, I like the free. I like the free version. Make it free. People could donate to us. Donate to us, guys. <laughs> I, donate to us. We have listenership all over the world. We have over, we almost reached about 2,000 plays on just on Anchor alone. So that's, re- so that's really good. So um, that's where we are. We're, but, but we plan to put out more shows. I'm going to be speaking at a conference in San Antonio, Texas, at the um, AGLSP, the Association of Graduate Studies, that's for liberal studies. Um, so I'll be speaking there. The podcast will be there. But we're going to have a lot more shows. We hope to interview some other great people, but also regular people. We go to the streets and interview the, the small man on the street and the corner. We know we want to get yeah. his opinion. <laughs> everybody, everybody who has a vote has an opinion, and yeah. everybody who have an and everyone that has an opinion will have a chance to come on this show. Okay, and we are close to the stories we say. <laughs> now, looking and I and I and I wasn't completely truthful because I do have. I this is I promise this is my last one. How what do you, what do you envision for your second anniversary? So one year from now, where do you see your platform and 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 really your the entire neoliberal um, platform? You know, on the world stage, what do you see? What will make you happy as far as you know a year from now to say yes, we've reached uh, that 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 two year goal. Well, right now I'm trying to get a, I've been working on um, regist- getting a, a, a license, um, a press license. We don't have a press license right now. So we're hoping to get that because I've been interviewing people like, I've been interviewing people about stories that matters to people, stories that are very important, um, in- interviewing presidential candidates and other political candidates. And, you know, I, I we need, and I, I need access. I need that kind of access that, you know, I think that's, that's the next big thing that we're working on. Um, you know, um, what's, the, what's the other part of the question you say? I'd say what, so the next thing you're working on is the uh, press license or, or media yes, license. Yes. Now, yes. A, is that something that would be satisfactory for the platform a year from now? Like that is the one defining thing that year two, celebrate the second year, champagne's up, bottle's up, <laughs> I want more ads. I want more companies to recognize us and to approach us to do ads. Uh, you know, I want more people to do ads with us. Um, that's another big thing. I want to be, I want to put up more, much more professional. Yeah, you know, the good thing about podcasts is, you know, it's down to earth and so on. But at the same time, I want to also have a professional aspect to it. I want to have a studio, a nice studio. Well, we and we have we can have people come in for, for guests, come in as guests, and, and so on and so forth. I really want to take the show to the next level. I even want to have some kind of studio audience inviting people to come and you know, I want to open up the podcast to the public and you know, have a special time to do the podcast. Some podcast people can come on and be and, and join us, have panel discussions, and so on and so forth. I want to take it to the next level, so that's my plan for the podcast. and continue writing. I have a book coming out and I have, I hope between now and next year, I have, I hope to have two more books. I already have, I already have two manuscripts, three manuscripts. 
I just haven't, I'm not ready to release the books yet, but we have the manuscripts are ready. Um, we want to have more discussions on my podcast, invite more guests. We're supposed to be getting people like Breadman, who's a rapper. I want to have some rappers in, um, on my podcast, some musicians to talk about what's going about music. And um, because music is very important. M- music is, affects people at the psychological level, at the emotional level. At, you know, it affects us in a very intimate way and, it's a, and it moves us, it inspires us. And so when we talk about what's going on in America and how we can bring about change, you also want to think about musicians and I want to get musicians on here to talk about what can musicians do. So I want to get people like Hobson and I did a show about that looks at Ill Mind of Hobson 7 and he did a show. And you know, I want to talk, I want to get some rappers and talk to them about what's going on, uh, you know, in our society and how they have a responsibility to create change and to inspire, to motivate. I want to get people like the people who, uh, game creators from the um, Grand Theft Auto, from the PS, from Sony, to talk about gaming and how, what can we do, you know, you know, as a society, because this show, the aim, the neoliberal corporation is serving the world today to solve tomorrow's challenges. And I say to you, Guns don't kill people, people kill people. And so we have to look at human nature and we look at we have to look at society as a whole. And this podcast is part of the new liberal corporation that look at a very in a deeper level how we can solve the, the problem of tomorrow by dealing with the problem of today and dealing with the challenges of today. And I talk about racism pseudoscience, you know, how our as a society we are conditioned to think in racial terms. And racial term is detrimental to society. And, it's, and I said, look what's happening in Russia. Look what happened in the world. Look at what's happening with January 6th. It's because we have a particular way of thinking. And so because we think that we are having, we, we are, we, 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 we are competing. More of a group identity. Is, yes. Is that, and right. that is the detriment. That is the death of us. And you, you look at what, and I, and I wrote an article in LinkedIn. I said, who ruled, who ruled the world today? Um, who, uh, who, rules, who rules the world? William Dunhoff in a 2010 book wrote a book that says Corporations Rules America. So who rules America? The corporations. But today, I went beyond that by asking in the article, who rules corporations? China. And, and I said, people thought I was crazy. But now you look at uh, the FEP, the foreign policy, and the Associated Press has a report that says the leadership in, the, in NATO and the European, the European Union the leadership is shifting east. It's more China and Russia. China and Russia. They, and I talk about the world having moon. We have to not look at. So when this podcast, look at power, look at strategy, look at critical thinking, look at ways we can, you know, and I'm think, and I talk about those kind of issues. I say we need to think more strategic. We need, we need more young people to look at digital technology. And, you know, these countries in China and Russia, they are monolithic countries. And because they're monolithic, and how they think, they think strategically, and how they are utilizing strategy to affect a country like America, which is not monolithic. You know, you know, we we, we deal with so many issues in, on this show. I've talked about some of the stuff I've raised with you, and so be, so this show is relevant. And we talk about sports, we talk about purpose. Like I did a show on committed spirituality, which is great. We're helping people to find purpose, which is powerful. Um, you know, I thought I did a show on period poverty that looks at how people are trying to end, end period poverty, which helps to create poverty, which affects United Nations 2030 goal. Because here we are, 
women's menstrual cycle. They drop out of school. They can't finish the education and what happened. You know, it's, let me tell you, this show provides a staple of information. And, um, and, uh, and we, hope to, we hope to continue. We hope to talk. I, know, I hope to have you. Oh, oh, one of the goals of the show one of the, is to have you on the show and for oh, you wow. to probably even have, and for you to have your own guests and to have some of the episodes. It's just you and your guests, you know? That's what we want to do in the future. We want to have other, get, other co-hosts hosting the program, putting out stuff, and I can probably focus on producing and still coming on the show doing some more stuff. But we, are, we, are, we, want, to do, we want to be a major news commentary aid, agency with That's a difference. Not, as, not like CNN, you know, right. but we, because we want to take the news to the people. We want to go, we want to, go to the boardroom, we want to go to the White House, but we also want to go to the streets. We, we are very anthropological, but we're very academic as well, you know, so yes. <laughs> well, that is, uh, that, those, are, those are lofty, but definitely um, realistic and, and, and smart goals to, to just be cliche and use the, the acronym. Um, yeah. I definitely could see there being there, there's definitely a, a sense of direction and, and you're you're doing a great job in, in not just delivering the news but really uh, presenting solutions and I think that's that's what a lot of a lot of people are seeking nowadays and I think even you can do a simple search on on YouTube and type in what's the ha what's the secret of happiness or what can I do about this problem or some and then you get like yeah. a thousand you know search results because People are, you know, searching for purpose, searching for solutions, and and your platform yeah. is definitely one of those that that offer it and with high integrity. So yeah. I, I would say I would just end right there and say, you know, congratulations uh, on one year anniversary, and yeah. um, definitely when we when we get together, when we have the ability to get together in person, we definitely have to bring the champagne out and and celebrate. Yeah, uh, yeah. So um, it, it's great to see you, and it's good. good Good to catch up and thank you for having me again on the show. I, I look forward to to our future conversations. And yes, thank you so much. And just so you know, um, Mr. McKenzie, Sheldon McKenzie here, you know, what, you know, he's also he's also working, he's a he's a financial junior executive, aren't you a junior executive at some financial <laughs> So I, I am a junior banker at uh, U.S. Bank. Um, yes, so yes. I'm, I've actually recently celebrated five years, and it's it's been a great journey, and um, it's something yes. that I like. And as you know, uh, I, I also was a captain in the U.S. Army, so I no longer uh, left my obligation. It was completed after 12 years. Oh, so. wow. Okay. Yeah. So uh, a lot of things have happened, and, you know, it's just uh, definitely – panning out well i think with with everything that i that i have going on with school and work so uh, like i said it's uh it's it's just it's a great opportunity for me to kind of you know sit back and 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 and, and figure out the next steps of my my career and um it's just great to see you and, and your inspiration and your journey that you're doing kind of give uh, me some direction too so yeah always great catching up and, you know, and I try to keep, you know, no matter what I talk about in the podcast, I always bring it back to power, always bringing back to society. I always bring it back to, bring it back to issues that we talk about on this podcast. But, uh, but this podcast has really helped me when I was going through very difficult times. This podcast kept me going too, because, you know, it really helped me. So, um, but it's great. It's great. It's great. It's great. And I, we're going to be doing more. This podcast, I can turn it around and, and, Take the information, turn it into a note, turn it, get notes from it, and write another book. In fact, <laughs> <laughs> but 
But this is where we're gonna leave the podcast. Thank you so much, guys. Um, we're hoping to have like Ricardo McKenzie, who will be one of the first podcasts with us on relationships. And many of you have been asking about Ricardo. We will have him on the show, my twin brother. We will have him, guys. I know you guys are, are waiting for that time. We had it before. <laughs> All right. And that you will hear you will get a chance to hear Sheldon again. Uh, we really appreciate you coming on and hosting this this show today. This is no, the podcast. Yes. And just, you know, we are raising awareness. We're trying to promote tennis in neighborhoods. We give free tennis rackets out to people in neighborhoods. So if you have broken rackets or you have rackets that you're not using, send them to us at the Neoliberal Around, at the Neoliberal Corporation or the Neoliberal Around podcast. Email me at RonaldoCMcKenzie at gmail.com or the Neoliberal at RonaldoCMcKenzie.com or RonaldoCMcKenzie at the Neoliberal.com. Or, or, you know, you can get with me at... Uh, 267-317-9202 which is the Neighborhood Corporation's phone number and donate to us at https colon forward slash forward slash anchor.fm slash the neoliberal slash support if you haven't supported us yet 99 cents per month for 99 per month whatever it may be look for that page and click on donate and share it with your friends and subscribe thank you so much thank you Sheldon and take care take care thank you for having me yeah, man. Well, good.